TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Listen, it's that time of year. I mean, it's not when it's late July, if you're talking back to school and you see the, the ads in the circulars and you go to the stores and the clothes are already in the shelf. That's one thing. But, you know, listen. We're headed toward the end of August, and it's time to get ready for school. And for teachers, that means making their classrooms are fully stocked and ready to go. And it's not new that there's a gap between what the school will provide and what the students really need to be successful or for the teachers to execute the way they want to, right? And over the years, we've done stories ad nauseum of teachers spending their own money to fill those gaps. And... You know, now with the likes of Amazon Wishlist, you know, it can be it can be, you know, tempered a little bit, but it's still a massive issue. And, and some some educators are getting pretty creative on how to handle it. But it's something that, you know, if you already think teachers are underpaid, then some of them are spending, you know, a thousand bucks on their classroom. I mean, it's and, and now it's sort of expected. It's it's just it, it doesn't seem right. We want to talk about that, but we don't talk about a bunch of other things with Kate Diaz. Uh, president of CEA here on Brian and Company. Kate, good morning. How are you? Good morning. I'm good. I'm good. And you're talking about all the things that we are thinking about for sure. Well, yeah, before we get into this specific thing, just how are things in general? You know, I know we were talking about the staffing crises and then the budget. Like, you know, where are you and your constituents like right now heading into the year? So we're obviously still dealing with staffing issues. We have uh, numerous vacancies across the state, which we're really trying to get a handle on exactly what that number is. But the fall audit won't happen probably until September. Do you think it's worse than last year? You know, my hearing, you know, kind of among my presidents and members is that we are status quo, that there hasn't been a significant change. So we're probably looking at, at the same level of staffing issue. Uh, although we are very concerned in the areas of special education, um, some of our shortage areas like math, we know that there's still numerous openings across the state. And, you know, those are certified teachers that are not in our students' classrooms. So that's really concerning to us. Hmm. You know, I, I were, is it Norwich that had those mass resignations? Yeah, was- Norwich had like 160, which is more than half of their, um, their staff. How does that happen? We're efforting that school system. We're trying to talk to them, and it's not your – I didn't have it in my mind to ask you, but I didn't know if you had – like, does that – is that a coordinated effort? So I think it's a, the culmination of several years of challenges where, you know, teachers haven't felt listened to. They haven't felt respected. You know, 96% when we surveyed our teachers there said they felt that they would be subject to retaliation if they brought up issues. So that's really a climate culture issue that we're really trying to sort through. We're putting some pressure on the Board of Education to step in and really take notice. 
when you have that level of turnover, it's yeah. bad for the climate, the culture, and really bad for your students. It's so horrible. So we're working with the district. Yeah, although, you know, it sounds like if, if, if that was necessitated, it was already bad for the kids, right? So, I mean, this is just sort right. of the next leg of it. We're talking with Kate Diaz from CEA here on Brighton and Company. Thank you for answering that question. I appreciate that. Now, in terms of, like, what what the teachers need to do, I mean, we know that they don't get enough, and if they want to do a good job, they have to supplement their supplies. And uh, is it is it worse than ever or because of technology? And I, I'm reading in the current they wrote about crowdfunding. Is it – are parents stepping up or other organizations stepping up to help? Well, what we're seeing is that teachers recognize, you know, post-pandemic, we had this surge of money in, during the pandemic. And we're kind of back to pre-pandemic issues of, oh, my goodness, I need markers, crayons, colored pencils, budgets right. are getting cut, staff is under pressure to kind of put forward these really great classroom environments and there aren't the resources readily available in our districts to make that happen. So you are seeing teachers going back to crowdfunding, um, you know, kind of working this out, trying to figure out, well, if I want flexible seating, how, how do I get the resources to do that? If I want my students to have a reading rug, where am I going to get that? If I need whiteboards for all of my students, how am I going to get that? And so we're, we're seeing that surge come back. Um, some of it is, like I said, related to the the fall off of the federal funds that we had used to kind of supplement these uh, efforts during the pandemic. But we really are kind of back where we were, um, you know, three or four years ago, where teachers are kind of begging for resources and, and begging for support. Do you I mean, you probably don't have an, an idea, but do you have a sense of like how many teachers percentage wise dig into their own pockets? Oh, well, I would be pretty confident to say 100% <laughs> because, honestly, what we find is that the districts, even our, our most well-funded, well-resourced districts, uh, have a limit to what they're going to offer. And then you have what the teacher sits there and goes, well, this is what I need to do. You know, I, my colleague, um, my vice president is from Darien, one of those most well-funded districts in the state, and she would put out her own money for certain curricular, um, you know, endeavors, things that she was like, this is really special. I want to make sure my students have this experience. So I um, think it, it genuinely is 100%. And it, my assumption is always that the need is most acute at the elementary level. Is that right? So I think there is certainly is a, a lot of consumables at the elementary level. So I think those are the people who are also setting up really intricate designs in their classrooms, trying to really create these wonderful worlds for their students. But I would also say that when we, I start to look at my high school colleagues, I'm a high school teacher, you know, we have a certain amount of things that we have to put into our spaces as well. Like I know I purchased whiteboards for my classroom. I'm a math teacher. Um, we didn't have the resources to purchase those at the time. So I bought those. You know, there's a certain effort of, okay, I need to always make sure I have the markers, the colored pencils. Do we have poster board to make sure our projects are good? So I think there's a certain level of this at every um, grade level. No and is this true across the, the country? Is, is, is it true across the country? Is this true everywhere? Yeah, you know, I really do think it is. It's unfortunately become a norm and an expectation. When I talk to my friends in other states, we're, we're all facing the same dilemma of people want these really wonderful classroom environments, and there's sort of this expectation that the teachers will figure it out. Well, I just think it's a bummer. I mean, I, I you know, and teachers are amazing, but I, you know, I mean, obviously, it's it's a it's not uh, a Connecticut only issue, so it's it's there's no 
sort of one-size-fits-all all solution here. Uh, Kate, Kate Diaz, of course, from the Connecticut Education Association, joining us here on Brian and Company. About 30 seconds left. Any other issues you want people to be thinking about this time of year? Well, I think it's a moment of gratitude that we are opening our schools back up. We're really excited to bring our students back in. And, you know, we're all sitting here preparing for an amazing school year. And we hope that our parents and our community members are really excited with us and that we really kick off this year in a positive way because goodness knows we'd really like to do that. <laughs> yeah. Wean them off the phones and wake them up earlier, get them to bed earlier exactly. so it's not a shock <laughs> to the system, right? Yeah, that's what we, that's we, always a good plan. <laughs> yeah. All right, Kate. Listen, I'm sure we'll catch up again, maybe even before the school year starts, but we appreciate the time as always. Anytime. Thanks, Brian. All right, Kate Diaz, president of CEA, joining us here in Brian and Company. I mean, listen, teachers, it's, it's true across the country. I just think it's just kind of wild that they, they're so grossly underpaid in general, in my opinion. And um, forget about all the union stuff and the pension stuff. I'm just talking salary-wise. I just think that, especially in the special ed, you want special ed, you don't want a, te- a teacher shortage. you gotta pay, You got to pay them more. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively sports. Back clock at four. Doncic. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.